Hi guys, welcome to Chat Marie. My name is Miriam Usman, and yes, this is still the official season one of Chat Marie. On today's episode, we're gonna be discussing self-control, just like you've seen on my WhatsApp, Instagram, or Facebook adverts. And I have the sole privilege of bringing to the show Mr. Kinsley Bangwa. Yeah, I know this thing's a bell already for lots of us. And yes, just for those who don't know, um, Mr. Kinsley. Mr. Kinsley Bangwa is the CEO of Young Stars Foundation. He's a man who is, of course, a standard to many. He's his contribution to humanity is overwhelming and i'm super super happy to have him on the stage today with me welcome to the show mr kinsley yeah my pleasure to uh be here to, to at this time uh thank you so much for inviting me and uh, uh i salute all our listeners today so sir being high in control of our desires and impulses is important for individuals that makes up a society I feel somehow it helps us to achieve this desire goal. So in general, I know self-control is broad and it almost touches all aspects of our lives. What's the picture of self-control like to you? Right, so self-control is such a very, very important subject in human existence. You know, uh, there are two words, you know, self, self and then control. control. Um, we all lead ourselves. Uh, the first person you lead is yourself, yourself right. right? Before you lead any other person. And then, uh, so, to be able to effectively lead yourself, you need to be able to have what I call parameters, boundaries, principles and values uh, that helps you, that helps to regulate your basic interactions, mm. right? And it is in that process of self-regulation that we look at the concept of self-control, okay. you know. So, uh, self-control, uh, therefore, suggests that life is not just about how you feel or what you want, but about the values, the principles and the parameters that you have set for yourself that regulates everything you do, regulates what you eat, regulates what you watch, regulates what you say, mm -hmm. um, regulate who you relate with. You know, there are people you see and say, no, I don't want to relate with this person. If they ask you why, you say, because maybe the person does this kind of stuff and is against my own standards and principles. And all. What are you doing? That's self-control. You know, um, you, you put on your television and they start showing certain content and you say, no, I don't want to watch this. Mm -hmm. What are you doing at that moment? Why, why don't you want to watch it? They are showing things that you consider uh, not consistent with your own values and principles. And then, because you have those parameters, what happens? You will tune to another channel of video. What is that? You are exercising self-control. So, uh, self-control is, 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 is a trait, is, is a capacity that every human being has, right? Uh, it's just that it is exercised based on the personal parameters and values that... You know we have set very well then let's talk about self-control and the power um, it has on individuals you just made mention of how much one can actually control the things they see the things they talk the people they interact with okay. so what does what does this self how how much does self-control really have to tell on individuals um when you hear when you it, it, it's so powerful 
that it can make or mar a person's life. Hmm. When you hear that, um, so for instance, someone embezzled public funds, uh, something was missing. One of the major things that was missing was self-control, <laughs> self-regulation. Hmm. When you hear that somebody was over-speeding and there was an accident or something, what is happening is the absence of self-control, self-regulation. The speedometer says you can go as much as 240. But you have your, beyond that, there are state regulation around speed limits, mm -hmm. you know, but you have your own personal, you know, standards, and then you will regulate yourself as you drive. And so for everybody that you see that has made a huge mark in life, the element of self-control was very, very effective, was highly exercised. Otherwise, without self-control, people will will venture into all kinds of stuff that would affect their lives negatively. Especially young people. As a young age, there are all kinds of pool. Test this. Try this. Everywhere. Experiment with this. You know? And then if you don't have self-control, you know, developed as a young person, you keep trying things. Unfortunately, some things you try, you don't get out of it anymore. Yes. You, be, you get hooked, you become addicted, and all of that. It becomes a problem. Or you join a society or a group or fraternity, and then you can't leave because they say, well, if you leave, they're going to kill you, and all of that. If you check most of this, at this at a major definer was the absence or the exercise of self-control. Mm -hmm. If you exercise self-control, I'm telling you, it will save you from quite a lot of things. If you don't exercise self-control, then you're going to learn from experience. And I'm telling you, experience is not the best teacher. Mm -hmm. You know, some people um, never get out of that experience completely okay anymore. And, and there are several examples, uh, big-time influencers that were doing great and they experimented with drugs. And that, that was, was the end, end of that. Mm -hmm. With all their money, with all the therapy and all of that, they yeah. couldn't get out of that. What happened? Self-control. Is it that others were not tempted? Is it that others were not offered the yes. same thing? They were. But because you were able to exercise self-control, or what some people even use the word self-restraint, mm -hmm. then you are able to curtail that and save yourself you know, from that. In, I mean, I'm, I'm a married man. I travel all over the world. I, 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 I fly in airplanes. You, you see air hostesses. You get into the hotel, you meet, mm -hmm. um, you know, beautiful ladies everywhere, and some of them are at the lobby telling you, hey, welcome, oh, I'm yeah. here to make you relax properly, <laughs> yeah. and all of that. It's a temptation, and all of that. There's that sense of, can I just experiment? Can I just explore? Mm -hmm. I'm not at home. My wife is not here. Nobody's going to know. And, you know, what saves you at that time? Self-control. Yes. So, um, in the case of rape, let's just... Let's just link all of this to, yeah. to, to rape right now. You know, our society, this rape cases is on the increase. And the truth is, there's just no particular reason that is attached to why people commit this crime rape. A lot of people have different reasons. So, of recent, most of the men, in fact, on one-on-one -on -one discussions I've had with people, they tend to, to, to explain or justify rape as women are one of the causes of rape and, and they link it to the 
fashion, the, the, the way the women decide to dress as one reason why people or men, let, let, let me just be very, very specific here, yeah. why men rape women. Yeah. So I don't think it's true because we still have people who commit rape with younger people who are not even exposed, does not expose themselves yeah. like that. So how would you possibly relate all of this? Um, my sense is that there isn't any justification for evil, for wrongdoing. You understand? Um, we need to treat um, a case of bad behavior or a case of crime for what it is, right? Mm. Is rape a crime? Rape is a crime. Is rape evil? Rape is evil. Is it terrible? It is terrible. And let's deal with it from that angle. The idea of saying what cost it, what cost yeah. a man to go and rape a woman and exercise such evil brute mentality. Um, for me, if you ask me, cannot be justified by saying because of it was how the woman dressed and all of that. I mean, it, 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 it begs for reasoning. When I, I've had men have those conversations and every time there's been a rape issue, rape case and all that, I go out there to put my position out there to say, look, this is wrong. And I apologize on behalf of the men. Mm. It, it, it's, I talk about it on radio show I do every week. It's terrible. It's despicable. Especially sometimes when you even hear that the men are raping their children. Men are, you yes. know, um, yeah. you know, I don't want to talk about house helps. The day people, we, the day house helps, the day house helps, we have platform to <laughs> say what they out. suffer oh in the hands of the guy of the house and any grown-up child of son mm -hmm. of the house, mm -hmm. the world is going to is mm. going to implode, right? There isn't justification for doing wrong. There isn't justification for rape. It's just a failure of character. It's a failure of responsibility. It's a failure of piety. It's a failure of nobleness. You know, I don't know how to describe it. It's brute. Mm. It's so you, you talked about self-control, especially for young people, you know, getting involved in bad stuff, yeah. drugs, and other stuff. Yeah. And somehow I feel we have a large number of young people, especially in our country, Nigeria, that are not really control of themselves. They basically, they've gone to an extent where they allow everything contaminate them yeah. from, just like you said, from what they watch, listen and and somehow you can really okay i'm not i'm not saying they can't control themselves but somehow yeah. you can't control you can't blame them because even the music we listen yeah. to it's contaminating the things we watch yeah. the friends we keep and all that and it really takes a sound mind yeah. to actually yeah. come out from this i got involved in church at a young age also so I was going to church, going to choir for practice, was participating and all of that. I was hearing the word of God. It didn't all make sense then. The, se the sense was that, well, they don't want you to enjoy life. You understand? Yes. You know? However, I was speaking a couple of things. And then, you know, you get to a point where you start knowing that, look, this is wrong. This is right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Whether you were going to church or not, you get to a point where you start getting a higher sense of morality. You start just knowing that there's something not right about this. There's something not proper about this. So, um, but the church, the church and my relationship with God played a major role in how I started shaping my values at the very 
And then I started having a picture of the future I wanted. I wanted a future of greatness. I wanted a future that was scandal-free. I wanted a future, you know, of respect. I wanted a, a future of dignity. And as I knew that, look, if you're going to have this kind of future, then you, there, there's a pathway you need to follow. And so, and my journey is amazing. I've worked in a club. I've, I've worked in a, in a nightclub for years. People wow. may not know that where I sold chicken. You know what they do in nightclubs, right? Okay. They sell drinks. They sell sex. They, they, they sell drugs. I, I lived in that club, per se. Hmm. Partly, partially, because uh, you come to sell your chicken by, I come to sell, club starts Later by 7, mm-hmm. 7 p.m. And open around and close around 3, 4 a.m. So you can't go home. So basically I sleep there and in the morning I take my bath, go home and all, and all of that. So, but it's strange, I never drank. I never drank. Wow. I never took alcohol. I never took cigarettes. Yes, I never that. took alcohol. I never took cigarettes. In that club, I was telling the guys around me to say, look, I may be in this club selling chicken, but I don't belong here. Mm. And they used to mock me. They used to laugh at me. This true life story, anybody that knows Joss Polo Club (laughs) is in Joss, roundabout, Polo roundabout. They used to, in fact, there was a name they used to call me because of, because I had just short knicker. I couldn't, I didn't even have trousers. Mm. I had just short knicker, sandal and t-shirt. And I come here to sell chicken and all of that because I get commission for each chicken I sell five naira. So my work is to sell as much chicken as I can <laughs> so that I get that money to feed, to take care of things mm-hmm. and to run my, that's when I started my organization, to run Youngsters Foundation. So, I, so the vision I had for myself became another major factor for, you know, self-restraint, self-control. And in, these are places where people are offering you deals, join the drug cartel, join 419, I mean, yeah. all kinds of things were offered. Tenting. If I, I mean, I can't talk about those kind of stuff. And you say no, and you don't have money. You're poor and all of that, you know? So, what, one of the things for me I consider a big shaper of my life was that at a young age, I began to dream big. And I began to say, what are the things that, will, that can affect this? And so I started mapping some of those things and saying, I'm going to do my best to keep away, you know, from these things. Um, so it's, I won't give God thanks that I never got into alcohol, I never test, t- tried or tested, I never got into cigarettes, and I never tried or tested, I never experimented, I never experimented with drugs of any kind and all of that, and then I'll have my girlfriends, I mean, I was having girlfriends yeah. though, um, but you know, I was this kind of guy that believed that if you have one girlfriend, you just stick with that girl till the thing doesn't work yeah. and all of that, and I did that for a, a good part of my life. And so what that has also done is that as I'm married, and I've been faithful to my wife, and I say it on the radio show, uh, I've been married for 12 years now. I've never kissed any other woman. I've never had sex with wow. another woman out yet, and I've <laughs> never had sex with any other woman. And I will never will. I will never will. I've traveled to different parts of the world. I was in Rwanda one time, and my host was telling me about a tribe in Rwanda. So he took me somewhere, and then a lady was friendly to us. So he now told me that that lady is from a tribe. I said, what tribe? He said, there is a tribe in Rwanda that is known for high sexual capacity. And that, in fact, that their women are rushed for marriage. And that other women go to that part to go and understudy. So he told me that he would like me to have a test of this experience. That he has shown me that there's nothing I have ever experienced in a woman. So I told him I was married. So he said he knows uh, that he didn't ask me to leave my wife. That he said I should test this, that, that this experience 
that I will, that I will never forget. So I'm like, well, I'm married. He said, no, just once. You're here for a few days. Uh, this lady, she's already given us a sign. And she's from that tribe and all of that. And she's not married and all of that. You know, as a man, I mean, trust me. You'll be tempted. As a man, as you're hearing that conversation, you're already energized and all of that. <laughs> and you're already imagining, wow, yeah. so what? The curiosity even. Yeah. But I, I have a vow. I've made a vow to my wife. I made a vow that I would be faithful to her. That's one of my commitments. And that's a, a, an element of self-control. Self-control. So I, I can't break it. I said, I'm sorry, I can't do that. I'm married. I, I came back. I told my wife. I said, baby, this is the offer they gave me in Rwanda. <laughs> but because of you, I didn't do it. <laughs> However, I told her, if, if I'm faithful for 40 years in the marriage, can you allow me oh to go to Rwanda and, and go and experiment this thing? At least compensate me for 40 years. Yeah. Of she said, oh, I think you say when I'm 40, you know, but she was, she was she jokingly said, but by then you wouldn't have teeth. I said, because of this thing you've said, and since you're giving me permission, after 40 years of marriage, okay. you'll be shocked. <laughs> I 40 years of marriage, I'll be very strong and I'll buy tickets to Rwanda. You know, I mean, this is just one. Regularly, I travel around. I get you get this. You get people telling you that they want to help you relax in the hotel. Sometimes I'll just send a message to my wife. This is what's going on at the lobby and all of that. Self control has helped me be able to, you know, keep myself. So for young people that are listening, um, one of the powerful things that can help you is you need to have a picture of the future you want. Mm. If you can begin to say, this is the kind of future I want to have, then you ask yourself. What are some of the things that can stop me from this kind of future? And if you want to be true to yourself, you will know, oh, uh, drugs can stop me, alcohol can stop me, uh, men can stop me, women can stop me, lies can stop me, cheating can stop me, stealing can stop me, and then you begin to make adjustments. A lot of young people today are going to have problems in the next 10, 15 years when they try to get into public office. You know why? 90% of them have been involved in examination malpractice. They don't know what they've done to themselves. They don't know what they have set themselves up for. And you know, during politics, it doesn't matter how you hide it. Your opponent (laughs) will find it out. Mm -hmm. Because examination malpractice in secondary school has become rampant. People pay to write YF. You paid it with your class. It's a collection. All of you participated. Everybody knows. You get into university, you're bribing your way through. You feel it's just to pass. 10 years from now, 20, 15 years from now, someone is going to say, this guy should be governor. This guy should be senator. And somebody will say, but all of us were cheating in the class. This guy will steal our money. That's it. It's a good reason to bring it down. It's a good reason. You know, so when you, be, when you think about the kind of future you want to have, then you now ask yourself, what are the things that I need to do to, you know, protect that future, yeah. then you will imbibe the spirit of self-control. Mm. And for young people who feel they may have made some mistakes, yes. yeah, I want to just say this. Even if you've made a mistake, right, don't allow the mistake to hold you back to continue to perpetuate very, very something wrong. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. Um, if you realize that I'm on a wrong track, maybe you're on a wrong track on substance abuse, and you realize that, you know what, this is going to affect my future. Even if people already know you're doing it, you can say, today I'm stopping. And make a commitment. Because even if tomorrow people say something about the negative past, you can say, that was the past. Hmm. You can say, that was, that was before. I have overcome it. If you were, um, even if you've had a rape issue, 
right? If you if you were if you were maybe a couple of years ago, you were under a wrong influence and you had, you know, yes, a, a rape issue. Uh, don't say because of that you will support that kind of conversation. That um, how ladies dress is the reason. No, yeah. make a change. Decide that no, I'm not going to go forward on that. And make a new pronouncement and say your new policy, say your new position. Let people know this is my new position on this, and then work towards it. Because sometimes, because people have made mistakes, they keep quiet. Because they made mistakes, they few people judge them and say you too. Yes, no, that was me in, <laughs> yeah, the, past. in the past. I have made mistakes. Like I was sharing here, when I was a teenager, I have I have girlfriends too. Mm. So it's not it's not like I got married as a virgin. I didn't get married as a virgin. I was also doing you know. <laughs> what, 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 however, I got to a point where I say, you know what? I got to set standard, and I set certain standard, and I've been able to follow those standards till today. So. Mm. I thought it's important to mention those who may have made very, mistakes. Very don't be held back by the mistake. Mm. Make a change today and trust God. Cast a vision. Decide what will help you that, on that vision and follow it. And then pray to God if you're a Christian, pray to God to help you to overcome whatever it is. And just get on. And don't let people hold you back by past story. Mm. If they talk about the past, then hey, that was the past. It's now a new future. So guys, this is Still Chats Maril. And of course, if you are if you have not listened to the previous episode of this season, kindly check my page to get more details. And of course, this is Mr. Kinsley Bangwell on the show. Yeah. And don't forget, guys, check uh, Google for Young Stars Foundation, like their pages on Facebook, Instagram. And of course, there's this program going on for females. Please, yeah. um, I want to urge every female listen to the sound of my voice. The self-esteem August edition is out. I think it's starting from on 23rd Third, of August. August yes. Do well to register. And don't forget, the website is www.femaleandmore.org and help boost your self-esteem. I remain Miriam Usman, your host on this show. With that, I say bye-bye.